Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Yeah, all right, so we're, we're, we are officially live, and but which is fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, we're, gotta, we're not going to change a damn there. thing about what we're talking about, but... Yeah. The um, usually when I tell people like that, like oh, we're live, and they're like, hey. yeah, lock and up. They, they stop and they like stare at me. And like, oh no. Okay. So time has come. So you got a drink? You good? Good. All right. How do you like the blonde? Delicious. It's good, right? Mm-hmm. It's about the only blonde he's had in a while. <laughs> good one. We're getting started already. Yeah. <laughs> Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? We're on. Are we on? Are we on? Are we on? Yeah. <laughs> All right, on. cool. The um, uh, I'd like to welcome you, gentlemen, to the Connected by Water podcast presented by Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram and fueled by Papa's Pilar Rum. I am your host, Dennis Real. I am here today with Chip Sheehan and Nick Cardella. What's up? What's awesome. happening, man? Welcome. Thanks Glad for coming. Glad to be here. It's yeah, awesome. No, this is great on this beautiful rainy day. Yep. I, I know uh, this is recorded in delay and all that, but you know we're supposedly there's some hurricane out there. Yeah. But I don't That's know. what they're saying. That's what they're saying. I think it's going to be a West Coast thing, but yes, it'll be long gone by the time. I was supposed to go scalloping over there, and we had to cancel our trip. Where? Where were we going? Crystal River. Crystal River. Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Never I've been. never done that. Dang. The guy that built my Billy Knowles, uh, Jimmy, he's worked for Billy for years. He invited us to go over with his family, and we were going to go do it. He said, it was, you know, it's a good time and everything, but the hurricane kind of blew it Jimmy out. and Louisa. What, what, what do you know about over there? What do you know about yeah. scalloping? Yeah. How do you, I know nothing how about do you, it. How do you take I heard them? you can chase them. Like, they, like mid-water column, they'll go away from you. Really? Yeah. Like oh, Pac-Man. really? Very so Pac-Man-esque. <laughs> That's what I was told. I don't, I've never caught one. Snorkel? How deep? Snorkel, I guess like 10 feet, 8 feet, I think. Maybe really? shallower. Grassy bottom. You, you can go down 10 foot? Get them? I can go down for a little bit. Nice. All right. Years Very aquatic. Yeah. And, you know, I used to go clamming in Sebastian Ooh, when yeah. I was a kid. Yeah, you know... um I mean, you've been to Sebastian. Yeah, yeah. Right? Surfing? Yeah, yeah. Surfed a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you come over the bridge or like Monster Hole and you yeah. go over the bridge and that, there's that little 
bay. There was a bay inland. In the back, yeah, yeah, that's where you do it. Yeah. So that was always a good time. Those clams are good bait too. You catch everything on the clam. Mm. Flounders, redfish. Yeah. You name it. Nice. Um, so this is your. Well, you guys have been here before. You've been here before. Yeah, I was here right? at the opening. This is your first yeah. time in the studio. This is my first right? time in the studio. So, all right, love cool. it. So awesome welcome. place. And then um, we, uh, you were telling me before uh, the show started about her viral nickname of "Are We On?" Are we on? Right. So but, some say we're on. Some say are we on? She's now changed right. her Instagram name to "Are We On?" I right, give her the proper introduction. Then. It's Angela Garber, my girlfriend. All right, and she's, she's our bartender for the day. She's so. our she's our she's right. on our team, and she cameras for us and everything else. She does a good job. Nice. So you're faithfully in our hands today. All right, or we're in and your she's hands our bartender today. today. Your hands. Yeah, we're in your hands today. So, all right, cool. So thanks, Ange. So, all right, just to give a little background and context to who we're talking to for some of the audience that may not know you guys. Um, so you're captain of the Chips Ahoy team, mm -hmm. right? And uh, you guys also fish on the Real Synergy team. Yeah, the captain right? of the Real Synergy. Nick yep. fishes on the Real Synergy with us as well. Nice. And and both of you guys are very seasoned veteran fishermen yeah. um, from the local area. And um, obviously, you, you come from the Sheehan family, yeah. um, and which is a, a huge, wonderful name around these parts. Yeah. Um, so that that's awesome to have you guys in here. Um, so the cool thing is, is about the way we're going to structure this episode today. Right, and I just thought of this because it's all none of it's planned. Is normally we ask our Papas Pilar strange questions a little bit later in the show after we've you know had a couple and like all right, it's time for our weird questions, right? But I'm going to ask them a little sooner today because when I put out that um, Chip Sheen was coming on the show today, and I said, hey, who's got a strange, funny question or a strange question? Then all the funny questions started rolling in. So we're going to get this thing started right off the bat because I get a feeling that the strange questions are going to last a little bit longer today oh than they gosh. normally do. So we're going to start them a little it. bit earlier. Um, I thought this Why do they love picking on you? I don't know. So are you a guy that gets picked on a lot? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Quite a bit. <laughs> it's because we love him. Quite a bit. So he's the culprit. <laughs> I think the reason I want to do this is because I think these questions are going to give a little context to that okay to, to, to that idea so all right so these are the no way you got a printout strange questions presented by <laughs> papa's pilar rum who remind We're you never to be a spectator which i doubt you are okay you're not a spectator right of, of anything you, you take action you're a man of action right yeah yeah so, right. <laughs> <laughs> just walked right into that one didn't i <laughs> man of action you spectated my question very all nice. right so the first question actually comes from mike myatt from papa's pilar and it's a softball for you. This is an easy one. Okay. So he says, um, extra crispy or original, shaken or stirred. What's he talking about? Chips, soy cookies? I really don't know what he's talking about. I have about, no idea what he's talking about. Think that was no, actually, let actually, let me preface this. Let me preface it. Chicken. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah. Chicken. Um, well, so original what's my options? Extra crispy or original? Original. All right, original. Original, All right. for sure. And when it comes to your drinks, shaken or stirred? Uh... Stirred. All right, good. Is that a martini? Excellent. See, it's a softball. See, that's, that's yeah, an easy it's, it's one. It's an easy one. It's an easy. It's a gimme. Right. So it's, yeah, with, an easy through, bite. Through, through an easy one. Shaken, not yeah. stirred. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Cool. You're like James Bond. All right, and they're they're probably going to get a little bit more as we go on. Just forewarning you. All right. So, all right. <laughs> Todd Harper asks, and it, it, I got to preface these by saying, 
I'm just asking their questions for I got them, you. right? I got so you. I'm not insinuating no, no, anything not myself. Or I, yeah, I'm I not. It's I'm not, not your fault. No, I may not even understand the damn question. I'm just asking it. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Right, so, okay. It's Todd Harper asked. Nobody knows for sure. He's What's, saying don't shoot the messenger. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, you might think that I have the answer, and I don't. But what's the worst joke um, about your first name? Well, th- that's the problem, is my real first name is Sherwood, and everybody just knows it as Chip. So, um, like... Sherwood? Sherwood. My real name is Sherwood Henry Sheehan III. I can't believe I just did this on air, but I wow. just... Wow. Uh, yeah, we all know you're Sherwood. Where? Are we on? <laughs> oh, we're on now. <laughs> oh, <no>. oh, yeah. <laughs> Sounds regal. Wow, Todd, good job. Anyways, you got it out of him right off the no, bat. No, but back to the chip thing. It's always about cookies and this, that, and the other. But, you know, chip off the old block and I don't know. Would you like to go fishing? Sure would. Yeah, that's my dad's voicemail. Right. You call my dad's phone? Yeah, The voicemail is, leave me a message. Sure would like to hear from you. Wow. <laughs> that's good. Here you go. His what dad used to have again? a great car commercial. Henry. Henry. There you go. Henry's, Henry's solid. All right, cool. So, all right, so see, we're getting warmed up a little bit, okay. right? All right, so we're good. Then, so then Jim Ruback asks, and he was bummed out because he didn't know you were coming on. He wanted to bring like a rack of ribs and oh, everything wow. like that. Oh, which wow. Is, wow, that was phenomenal that was yeah. last night. So he, he, he so oh, I, I, Jim I, from last Jim, night. Yeah. So oh my god! So I do gotta say, um, shout out to my buddy Jim Ruback, who, who is our resident chef here at the at the studio. Um, and I'm not kidding; he is officially our resident chef. Uh, Ruback's Barbecue, and he's got a new line of things in business coming out called very, Pig very Reaper, good. right? He so can cook, he, He's the Pig Reaper. The guy Reaper, is awesome. So, home of the Pig Reaper. So he says, how many quarter sticks did it take yesterday before you didn't flinch anymore? <laughs> um, <laughs> I was probably, they blew up two watermelons right out of the gate, disintegrated them. They put, I guess they put a quarter stick or whatever they were putting in the yeah. watermelons. It was probably about four. Yeah. It was about four or five in. Yeah, all right. And then you're, right. you're cool. cool. And then so two duds hit, and I think uh, Jordan's boyfriend got hit in the back. And oh, really? Yeah, my son got hit. It was wild. Yeah. Shrapnel. Shrapnel. Yeah. Shrapnel. So, so, Heavy so today shrapnel. Is, um, today is the, the day after the 4th, so just so people know, we're probably going to be talking yeah. about some fireworks stuff and everything like that. Um, now, since you're coming on the show, right, I just want to, like, Go through your social, go through your site, making sure that, you know, I'm not leaving anything out that, you know, they might be current events. But I did notice that you did an episode um, of uh, one of George God's old shows. Yes. Right? You guys caught a swordfish. You guys went swordfishing yeah, with my, my buddy, George God's. I, I was on his um, show, Unfathomed. Oh, um, really? Yeah, when we first started out in the first season. Um, so if anyone has a chance to check that show out, please do. It's a phenomenal show. Very cool. Um, so I asked George, I said, Hey, George, you know, Chip? He goes, yes. Answered me immediately. Oh boy. Right. And I said, all right, well, I need a strange question for him because he's coming on the show and George has been on the show. So he knows the operation, right? Yeah. So he says, it's not really a question, but he says this. I only spent one day sword fishing with him, but we sure partied like hell that night at two George's. <laughs> I was feeling pretty good, and we were dancing on the dance floor with the bill fit, the bill of the swordfish held up to my head like a unicorn. That's true. I forgot about that. It was that. a fun night story. for sure. I hope that helps. So that's not really a question. It's not really a question, but it's, it's true. I forgot. Mentioned. He went and got like the whole head there. of the sword. You were there? I was there. Yeah, he was dancing around on the on the, on the the dance floor. Which I think is utterly material. hilarious because if anyone knows George, to get him to take his guard down like that. Oh, I, don't know oh, he I, let think, his guard I think down. he drank yeah. fruity drinks. So it was pina coladas, if I remember correctly. <laughs> 
It put him over the edge with a floater, very, very well and he floated been. on over to the to the boat and grabbed the swordfish bill, and he was dancing all over the place. You guys the put that sword. I was running your boat that day. Yeah, and you guys put this. this so the bill you caught want, that day. Yeah, he wanted to catch one in a flats boat. He had tried, I guess, three times and wasn't successful. And then Nick was out there, had a charter to go sword fishing on my uh, my boat, and uh, he had we we had nowhere to put it. So Nick pulled up next to us on my invincible at the time that I was running, or I had, and uh, we slid it over to Nick, and Nick took it home. Mm-hmm. Nice. But it was cool. Nice. Nice. Yeah. We're going to be Team seeing George effort. up at ICAST there at the end of the month. So, all right. Next question. We got a, a lot of them. So, wow. we haven't gotten to the good part yet, though. Okay. Well, they're all, well, I shouldn't say that. They're all good, but we haven't gotten to the meat of this yet. So, John Jackson. You know John Jackson? Sounds familiar, but no. Okay. See, he says, and again, I don't know about these questions. So he's just, is the mate that cored the yellowfin tunas before weigh-in from the Bahamas tournament still alive? Yes. 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 Okay. Yes. It's a great question. Yes. Should we it. bring his, I can't bring his name. No. You don't have to name him. I, mean, I can't cool. name him, but yeah. no, we were, we we're, were. We're not about the gotcha thing I mean, thing who, go, who cores a fish before we're allowed to weigh I only try to gotcha you, that's it. Isn't that how it happened? Do you remember correctly? So what, so he, he, he cored, cored the fish, fish before weigh-in? I think that won us some money. Yeah. Probably. We couldn't us. weigh our tunas because he cored them. He was no, one of those no guys head, no that, that that just was getting into commercial sword fishing, and I, I don't know, maybe, you know, one of those guys that just good full, guys, like, not a bad guy yeah. at all, nice guy, no, but just it. likes to go the extra mile, and sometimes it gets you in a pickle because they want to help too much, and next thing you know, you can't weigh a sword, or, I mean, weigh a uh, a tuna that, in a tournament. Because he already cored it. He's like, hey, I mean, he did it in a good way. He's like, hey, all our fish are cored. They're packed on ice. I'm like, they're cored. I go, how, how are we gonna? What are we gonna weigh tomorrow? <laughs> it's a two day tournament. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Very rip esque. Very ripper esque. We have a we have a uh, we have a mate um, that fishes all the tournaments with us, and I na- I named him Sizzle. Everybody mm-hmm. knows him in the fishing community as Sizzle. And Jack, my mate now, my full time mate now, we named him the Ripper. And he's uh, the only way to describe him is he's Jeff Spicoli. He is, oh, really? He is Jeff Spicoli. That's one of the greatest characters yeah. of all time. So, yes. So that's a like a like a ripper move. Like, oh man, I cored him, dude. Die. <laughs> 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 all right. Classic. Let's good see. questions. I like it. These are Keep good questions, right? They're, they're also that's why I want to start out with this because these are all solid questions. I love right? this. And another <laughs> thing too, it's, another thing too, it's like you know, this is like our favorite segment of the show are these strange questions, and we're always asking them too. They're late, making me start get... to sweat these questions. <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's good. Sweat. All right. All right. The next one comes from Ryan Davis. Oh no! Oh yeah! Oh god! Oh, we're on. That's my boss. Here we go. Okay, ready? Let me get deep for this one. What is the average time before a release after eating the Peking duck? Oh, my God. Did you see that Peking duck on Atlantic there on the way here? I Why? can't handle him. That place is legendary. Why would he do this on us? Let's on go there after this. So, so Find um, out. It's usually, <laughs> I mean. You, you're going to have to give me some context here. Okay. Here's the story. Um, Aunt, my dad has. over there just with covered her face. <laughs> My dad and myself have a problem with Peking duck. We have a time release problem. If we pe- eat the Peking duck, you gotta have to hit the restroom very soon. And uh, oh, time we, release. That's what he was talking about. So when gotcha. we go to Miami and we fish these tournaments, we go to this place called Tony Chang's, and they serve a great Peking duck. The restroom's right there. It's not a big deal. We've only had one issue that we're not going to get into. And well, you uh, can get into it though. That's no, no, okay. no. What do you mean? 
Nah, come on. We've no. discussed it. talk about Anyways, no, it's no. normally about an eight-minute time release. Uh, the last time an it was eight-minute time release. <laughs> the last time was Whoa. 21 minutes. Chris Idar timed me, and uh, everything was fine. And uh, But I'm sure Ryan's going to be mad that I didn't get more into detail because it's kind of a private thing. I mean, like, like when my dad, when I was younger, we were at that bridge restaurant in Boca. You want to tell us about the Peking duck? Sure would. And sure would. Like, <laughs> yes. And he walks out of the he walks out of the bathroom. He ordered duck as an appetizer just to give you an example because I'm not going to give you my examples. I'll give you his. And he looked at my mom and he goes, Marsha, it's all over with. I go, Dad, we just we haven't even got our dinners yet. He goes, pull the car up. We're gone. And he, he, he had a bubbler, and he didn't make it to the... <laughs> he didn't make... It, it was, was peeking out. Yes. Yes. Oh. Yes. Like a peeking out. So that, we'll leave it at that. But no, eight, eight minutes is usually the low number. 23 is the high number. A bubbler, huh? You're really wow. into that question. That's good. I'm proud of you. Mm. Okay. We you getting you slightly red. We getting you here, too? Yeah. You're He's turning me. slightly red. Wow. Oh, God. It's good. It. What's the next one? Too bad we don't have any ribs. Okay, can we go yeah. back to normal talk, or like fishing talk? No, no, you got a whole list, That we're talking about this fishing. Is fishing. Now we're talking talk. about personal things. What's pre-tournament? This is fishing talk. It's okay. peaking duck. Okay. Part of By the way, Chris Siddhar did comment on Ryan Davis's question. That says you definitely have oh, to ask him about the peaking duck. I would imagine. He's obsessed with that stuff. So, all right. One, two, three. All right. The next six questions come from Chris Lemieux. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, Chris and I kind of helped coordinate a little bit on the way here. He's going to he's gonna, he's gonna assist me. See, you thought, I don't know them all. You thought you were inviting him on the show and squeezing him yeah, in. Yeah, I got put together really, like a bologna really, sandwich by this right, one right this here. This is really, yeah. this is how it's going to go. Okay. All right. So... Chris Lemieux, he was on our last episode. Oh, was he? Yeah, he was just here. Okay. He's a friend of the studio. He's awesome. He's a, he's a he's connected by water. So all right. we missed it. We didn't get to ask him the questions. Yeah, I right. Okay. Um, Do you have to translate these from French Canadian? Or yeah. Are they in English? Yes, these are all French Canadian <laughs> trans pre translated. Right. So I got, I got them bullet pointed instead of bullet points. They're little hockey pucks. Are you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Okay. Have you ever peed yourself while fighting a swordfish? Yes. You have? Yeah, I have. Wow. Yeah. How did he remember that one? Oh, my gosh. That was gosh. my first question. Yep. yep. I uh, We were fishing the Island Marauder Swordfish Tournament. I think, was it Island Marauder or Miami? It was one of them ones that Rick Peoples did. And uh, we were running from, like, Chica Lodge or Holiday Isle to fish off Fowey. And uh, it's an IGFA tournament. And... Back then, IGFA tournament, you couldn't use any harpoons, even if you, we did have harpoons back then, but um, we were using them then, but it was all, it was all flying gaff or straight gaff, and. You have to fight the fish standing up. <laughs> you got to fight the fish standing up in a harness, and my cousin JT missed the gaff, questions, right? missed the gaff shot of the fish, we hooked them right here, I'll never forget it, he ate a, the fish, it was like a 208 pound fish, ended up being the biggest fish of the tournament, and it ate right before the sun went down on a Spanish mackerel and started jumping as the sun hadn't even, it was still light out. And right as it got dark, we had a shot at getting them real quick. And um, somebody got scared and didn't gaff the fish as it swam by the side of the boat. Drew Kettlehut was with us. And that was it. It was another, now we were, then we went into a rainstorm. It took like three more hours. 
And I had to go. And I was in Grundens, and I, I peed. I peed myself while I was fighting the swordfish. And it all washed out with the rain and everything. But, yeah, we caught them, and we, we got the biggest fish in the tournament. It all worked out. I don't think that's as an unreal, unrealistic scenario as no. people would think on the surface. I mean, just, yeah. No. Good. You got the fish? Yeah. It's all that matters. Yeah. All right. Good job. All right. Um, and, again, I'm going to preface this by saying I have no idea what these questions mean. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so I mean, this—they—they they may be see, seem ambiguous and arbitrary time. to me. How red am I? I, mean, I feel like a tomato. I'm yeah. no, you're cooling good. off now. You yeah, want me to turn the AC up a uh, little? We might have to. Here? We'll fix it in post. All right. Okay. Yeah, we'll fix it. <laughs> have you ever experienced a mysterious power outage in Miami the morning of a sailfish tournament? Oh my gosh, this kid is a genius. <laughs> what he comes up with? I don't know this one. I don't know this one either. Tell me. Tell me. Um. Yeah, he. <laughs> wow. I'm assuming all these are going to be a yes, but yeah, yeah. We uh, Lemieux fished with me for years, and we traveled everywhere and fished sailfish tournaments, meat fish tournaments, and um, he actually ended up trying to steal my team, but that's a whole different story. Oh. We're still good friends till today, and um, I can call him because right the other day, the reason why I say that the other day he 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 uh, he accused me of stealing one of his spots. I'm oh, like, he did? Oh, yeah. He yeah. doesn't like that. Oh, it ticked me off. So I'm like, I'm stealing your spot. You tried to steal my fishing team, and you're trying. You're talking about me trying to steal one spot? I have known the spot. I go, it's on Seymour Mapping. Anyways, <laughs> back to the, back to the, uh, back to the to the lightage. He got me good. He, they'd always tease me. I bet you the next question is going to be about a sandwich. If I had to guess. And number three, I had, and I swear I had no idea. I, I, I told straight up guessed <laughs> because they all pick on me. Like he said earlier, everybody picks on me. So he shut, he unplugged all the lights and I'm a, I was always up earlier than everybody. Like, let's go. We got to go. Uh, guys get up. Why are we, you know, and get everybody moving and motivated. And I'm like, I can't turn a light on. I'm like, we lost power. I go, oh my God, what time is it? I go, I go, are we going to be late? Like we were fishing the Miami Billfish tournament or something. And he had unplugged everything in the entire, like, and then I never even figured, I'm shaking Chris. I'm like, dude, we're going to be, they're laughing at me. It was just, they unplugged all the lights and they everything. And I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on. But anyways, they watched, they made a joke out of it. That's the story. Has Chris Lemieux ever made you a special sandwich while fishing? And if so, please explain what he's talking about. Yeah, he did. <laughs> he made some. It was horrifying. I don't even know, I remember what the hell was on. He had hot sauce, and they had everybody's sandwiches, and they, of course they had one special for Chip. Probably had poutine. <laughs> oh, it had, it had. I remember it was hot, spicy, and mustard, and ma- definitely had some mayonnaise. Definitely had mayonnaise. mayonnaise. It had, it had like like, lots of mayonnaise. I don't know. Yeah. I don't remember what it was, but it was disgusting. They slipped a took Peking one bite. duck in there. Egg. No, that <laughs> no, would be no. classic. Yeah, but it had some nasty stuff on it. That's for sure. I remember it. But yeah, that's what he's talking about. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Has Tim Maddock ever performed late night hook removal from your ear? Yes. Yeah, that happened. I got. I got. We were goggle eye fishing one night, and Lemieux was with me. And um, was it a sabiki hook? It was a sabiki, but it was one of the bigger ones, <laughs> not a little one. But it was in my ear. Good. And I. And you know, Chris, Mister Firefighter, he's wanting to get it out, and he kept trying. And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, I, I mean, I'm fighting him over it. And finally, Tim was fishing a couple miles below us. He came over on. He had a 33 conch then and tied up next to us. And he got it out. 
and it didn't hurt way that Chris Chris was trying to do something, but but he's he's gotten a lot better at removing hooks. Bill, what's his name from Chiching, had a big hook, and we went took him to Chris's house not too long ago, and he had to actually it was a little while ago, and he had to cut it and numb it and get it out. Now that he's a firefighter, he's gotten better at it. Was it as bad as my hook? What hook was that? The one in my face. Remember that with the. You got a hook he, in your face. I got a hook in my face. And with this guy we're in his front yard, and uh, he panics. not even on a boat. Yeah, actually, I think he calls Chris and you, and, and Chris didn't answer or something, and he ended up taking me to the vet on the other side of the street. Oh yeah, I took you to the vet. That's right. I remember that. Yeah, this guy yeah. took me to the vet. Yeah. Matter of fact, he caught a 642 pound swordfish <laughs> yesterday. The vet. Good on him. Yeah. And he took the hook out. The vet. Did, oh, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. Yeah. A little shot of lidocaine and. Let it rip. Timmy ripped it right out of my ear, though. Like, he's like, let me see it. Wow. And he was gone yeah. in two seconds. Yeah, that, that, I, I could see Timmy doing it That's like that. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that was question four of six. Mm. So. <laughs> we're over the hump. Yeah, we're over the hump. We're over the hump. Uh, what's the strangest swordfish you ever caught at night? This might be a hard one to answer. No. No? No. No. I know we exactly where clear. he's going. I know exactly where he's going. So you guys, you guys, you, you pretty much know the list then. We spent a lot of time together, me and you. Um, it's a good story and, and all. I mean, it's a really neat story. I mean, we, we were fishing and, and uh, it was the first time that you were allowed to do a daytime drop in a nighttime swordfish tournament. And they gave you like an hour to do it. And... Bouncer caught 550 or 540 pounder, and I think I want to say it was Mike Walsh. He was somebody from the IGFA was with them, and there were no Calcuttas. Really, swear to God, and I had no idea of this till later on, of course. Mm -hmm. So we're fishing the tournament. And I look at the back rod tip. I go, man, I go, Chris, is there something on the back rod tip? And it just looked, it was like, was loaded up, you know, like heavy. And they were nighttime fishing. You know, it was only, whatever, 200 feet down, 300 feet down, depending upon where we were fishing it. So we start winding it up. I go, just wind up on that back rod tip and let's look at it. And he winds it up. And there's, as the, the Mulder LP lights we used to use, and you know, I guess we still do if you're nighttime sword fishing, with that long line clip on it, there's a piece of braid hung on the light mm -hmm. and I uh, I almost let it go I grabbed the braid and I almost dropped it and I'm like you know what start pulling on that Chris and he starts pulling on it and he's like it goes it kind of feels heavy I go hey tie that off to, to that because we had dropped well, we had a different rod with braid on it for, for the drop that you were allowed to do for 45 minutes or an hour however much time we had connect it to it start cranking on it and sure enough, here comes this ball of braid with 140, 150-pound swordfish entwined in a ball of braid that is attached to nothing. The swordfish is in the braid? In the braid attached to nothing. Right? Come on. That's wild. Swear to God. Right? Like, it's, there's no bait. There's no hook. There's no, he wasn't hooked. He was in ball. He was embedded of a ball. And How still, big was this fish? 140 pounds, but he's still kicking. He's still wow. barely moving, right? What? So we gaff him. This gets good. We gaff him. It was the second biggest fish caught. He's not in the money. The fish ends up being like a $15,000 fish. Drew Kettle, I think yeah, it was Drew Kettle was running the tournament. So now I got to go to KMC Marine, Lighthouse Point, the next morning and take a polygraph. And I'm like, did I cheat? 
I don't, there's no IGFA rules. It had nothing rules. to do with you. It had, I caught a, a line. That line had nothing to do with you. I caught a line attached to a fish that, till this day, I don't, probably the only thing that I ever questioned myself on. So I asked you. You caught the fish, though. We caught a line attached to a fish. You're good. I mean, good. And there's no zero IGFA rules apply at that point, right? Isn't it part of the fish if it's free swimming? I would imagine. Yeah, it's got to be. If yeah, IGFA rules that doesn't apply. If a tuna swam by and you snagged a a piece of mono hanging out of his mouth, would you count the tuna? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, so we uh, I I passed the polygraph with flying colors. I. Then asked Drew Kettle. I told Drew Kettle about it, and he's like, "You're fine. There's no. It was. It wasn't a. Uh, so wasn't caught the fish. No. But that is the weirdest swordfish that we ever caught. That is weird. All right. The last question from Crystal Mew, and actually the last of all of our. Oh, thank we love God! So it's you're going to be. Final you are going to be off the hook here pretty soon. <laughs> I can relax and let Nick talk a little. Bit. Yeah. Then Nick, it's going to be all you. I got a list of questions for you too. Oh no! Yes. What? No, I'm just kidding. Yes. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just oh kidding. no! 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 no. <laughs> I have a list of questions for <laughs> you. We're on a time. Right, he time can come up with questions. All right. So um, last one. Have you ever missed a channel and put your boat on the Isla Mirada sandbar? <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> the one time I, I saved that one for last. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. The one time. What an ass! What a great story. <laughs> you don't have to answer that one. It's just I it's think pretty, asking that question. I, 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 I already asked. Has. Me, yes. Yeah. I believe that. Yes. Right. Would be the answer. Okay. So here's the deal. It was the second <laughs> night of of the Isle Mirada Swordfish Tournament. Was it the same when you? It could pants? have been when I peed my pants. It a, absolutely could have happened. It's a hell of a weekend. Nobody huh? knows for <laughs> sure. It's a long time ago. We're talking like, <laughs> God, what was it, 07? You're in trouble. 06, 07? So when we want a new drink, do we just got to say, are we on? Yeah. Are we, are we on? on? Yeah. <laughs> and just get us on. So uh, Dean Panos beat Thank me you. in. And his, Dean Panos kept beating me in. And I'm like, man, how's he doing? And I, I, I was young. I'm like, oh, he's running the channel because mm-hmm. I was slowing down. And we were running, so he'd beat me in, or he was running. Or it was like Snake Creek? No, it was right, it was, uh, it was at, at uh, Holiday Harbor. Isle, yeah. oh, okay. at Whale Harbor, you yeah. know, it used to well, now yeah. it's Wahoos right. or whatever. So there was one, like, was a first or second marker, and I remember like the going on the, at the, on the, on the outside of it just a little bit, and I'm like, oh, I'm close enough, <laughs> and she just starts skating, and I'm like, oh, God. So now this the, the story gets really good, and so now um, we're stuck. What time I is to, it? I was like, what time was I don't know. It was, it was right before. It was probably like four, three o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning. Oh. I had to swim. They let me swim my release cards out. Me and Mark Wadlinger swam my release <laughs> cards out to Miss Britt. She's at three in the morning. <laughs> Ray Rocher takes us in on the Miss Britt. We get we we end up getting second place in the tournament. It wasn't the same one. It was a different year, and um, so we proceeded just to hang out on the sandbar. I got people ch- bully netting lobsters with dip nets, and <laughs> they're running around the boat with lights, and I mean, hanging out, drinking and everything, having a good time, and I fall asleep. <laughs> well, I wake up. Fall asleep slash pass out. Oh, God. oh a long night. Thank you so Understandable. much. It's a long night. Thanks, Fishing Ange. all night long. So I wake up and there's nobody on the boat but me. And I hear this charter boat going by behind me. Going, You're anchored, I hope. The guy, you're just like on the sandbar. I'm on the sandbar. <laughs> but it's stuck. now it's low tide and we ran on the sandbar at high tide. And the charter, <laughs> boat, the charter boat goes by. He goes, is he just waiting for the party? 
Because there's, <laughs> there's a party there. It's really, it's really like the, the it's big main, sandbox. Yeah, it's the main event. Yeah. And I hear the charter. <laughs> I could hear the charter boat captain go, oh, that son of a bitch done ran aground. He screwed. <laughs> I'm like, oh. <laughs> Chips ahoy on the side of the boat. Oh, yeah. So um, I got the boat off by myself with nobody in it at dead low. I was furious. And I pull into Holiday Isle and Chris Lemieux come walking down. He's like, wow, who pulled you off? I'm like, I got myself off. And uh, I go, thanks a lot for leaving me. I woke up with 80s on top of me and it was a disaster. <laughs> but they're like, oh, we're all at breakfast. I'm like, thanks for leaving me. See, you got off at low I don't tide. Think that was, I, I don't did. Think I did that's get a off at disaster at all. I think that was a beautiful I, thing. It was right there. I mean, the deep water was right there. I just needed to goose her one time, and she just jumped right over there and we got, got some weight off. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay, we're done with the questions. Thank God. That, that was, was phenomenal. Pop of did I do okay? Strange. That was strange. You did. I think this is probably one of the best friend of questions we've ever done. Oh, that was very okay. good. Um, and I'm, I'm very happy we decided to do those right off the bat. So because yeah. I think that got us warmed Set up pretty the tone. good. Yeah. All right. So um, I, we got to pick a winner. Um, That's obviously Lemieux. <laughs> I mean, you got put me just drug me through Hackenbeck again. But um, we're gonna we're gonna take the shirt that he would have won and uh, donate it to someone else on the list. So we'll, we'll choose that yeah. later. So or, or we'll we'll. You know, Ryan had a we'll Ryan's was good. No, 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 the <laughs> duck thing. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the one he turned the reddest on. I yeah. did. Well, yeah. <laughs> Talking about real situation. You got Situ questions for situation. Yeah. You got huh? questions for Nick? No, we got a time restraint, man. Let's get to it. No, no, no. Uh, I'll give me a minute. Let me think all about right, it. We'll you maybe we'll do mine at the end or something. Yeah. All right, all right. So, so you guys have been fishing for a long time, too. Long right? time. A long time. Very long time. You guys are still fishing together to this day. Still to this day. Yep. Yep. We've done a lot of. Oh, that got started. I think it got started. Keith. Keith, yeah. Keith McDonald. Oh, Keith McDonald, yeah. Yep. Yeah. A lot of things get started with Keith McDonald. I but I knew was, a, no, I knew it was him before though. Keith. It was before Keith. You went to the Keys with me. I had him in his no, first. No, that was still. No, was, it wasn't. That Keith was your first there, school but. dolphin you were ever in. I'll never forget it to the day I die. You panicked. <laughs> Alex Adler called me over. The first school dolphin I've ever been in. It was one of the first ones. Either that or you had a heart attack because you were flipping out. Oh, my God. There's dolphin everywhere. <laughs> I'll never forget it. <laughs> Alex Adler called us over. Remember that? I remember that. that. It was a cargo, a big cargo you net. Keep yep. one in the water? Yeah. I told Nick, make sure you keep oh, one in the water. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> or was this down the Keys? Yeah, it was in the Keys. Yeah. But he, you were young. That was, uh, how old are you now? You just had no, a birthday. I remember that. That trip was probably 2009. We we met through Keith, 1,000%. Okay, so when, when, uh, when uh, how old did you just turn? 32? 32. 32? And I met you when I was... 17. Seven, yeah, 17. That sounds about right. You had a Ford pickup. I remember that. So it very well could have been your Spurs school of dolphin. It was, that wasn't far off. It was the top five schools of dolphin for sure for him. We used to catch him on fly or gobbling him up like gumdrops. I know. <laughs> oh, I used to, oh, I do. I love doing that. I used to do that a lot of times when I was a kid. Bust out the fly rod in the Mahi school. Oh, yeah, it's a yeah. good time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We did crush the dolphin, though. It was actually, I think it was like a Father's Day weekend or something. Yeah. That case trip you speak of. But right. yeah, we've been we've been buddies and fishing you ever charter for... with him? You work with him when he when he charter? Oh yeah, or, yeah. He worked for me for a long time, and then he ran my boat for a long time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about the boat. Much you which get, one? You got the walk around Billy Knowles, right? Yeah, the, the Billy. Knowles. Yeah, yeah. The Billy. Ange knows about the Take Billy. Take me through that. 
You know the Billy. Um, I I fished for Joe for contender for nine or ten years, and then I ended up leaving and going to Invincible because Bill Cordes went to Invincible and Joe had some partners back then. It was probably a mistake. I should have never left Joe. He's always been... I love his boats. And um, I, I went to Invincible for three or four years and I wanted to go back to Joe, which I should have... Like I said, I should have never left him to begin with. So I called Joe. I said, Joe, I apologize and everything. I said, you know, I left because of da-da-da-da. And... Uh, He's like, no worries, Chip. I'll build you a boat. He goes, the problem is it's going to take seven months and or six months. And he goes, and that's the fastest I can get it done. Well, in the meantime, I had seen this Knowles online, and I called the, the broker, Scott Levin. Um, and, uh, oh, Scott Levin? Scott Levin. Oh, yeah, nice. He sold me that boat. And um, he goes, Not Chip, every day you get a Marlin he goes, Chip it, you a boat. I know. He's a, he's a legend. Yeah. And uh, Scott's like, Chip, it's under contract. I don't think there's nothing we can do, but it's a really cool boat. It's Billy's boat. It's the last one that he built. It's his only 34 that he ever built. Uh, it's one of one of only a couple single screws that he ever built. And I said, uh, I, I want to buy the boat. Because Chip, I think it's sold. It's under contract. So he, he calls me back maybe a day or two later. And he goes, hey, man, I thought about it. It was a day. Or a couple days later, he goes, hey, this guy's really being a jerk. He's nitpicking Billy about, like, like little light fixtures and doing the next oil change and this and that for like 1500 bucks. He goes, and he's going to go out of contract. How old was the boat when was it brand new? No, no, no. The, the Knowles is an Oh five. Um, he finished it, I think in Oh seven or Oh eight. So like the, the guy came to him and wanted him to build a 34 and he said he never built one. And so he started it and the guy got cancer and backed out. So Billy kind of left that boat to the side. He closed his doors in 08, and then he, or and that that was the last boat that he had finished. So, the one you have, the one that I have. Oh wow! Yeah. So um, anyway, so the guy from the from with Scott that was had it under contract, he ended up um, expiring his contract. Still th- thought that he was buying the boat because it was a soft market in 07 and 08, and that's when like every you know everything was pretty bad and. Scott kind of knew the guy went out of contract and said, Chip, just make a deposit and put a deposit. You got to come up with, you know, your deposit tomorrow. I bring him a deposit. And the guy ended up suing Scott because he had a captain come down and do a sea trial. Scott ended up getting screwed on the commission and everything. But I ended up with the boat somehow. But it, it, all, it all worked <laughs> out. But it's a bad, it's, a, it's an it's unbelievable a cool boat. boat. I mean, no, I boat, love those walkarounds. I mean, it's just yeah. an, it's an unbelievable boat. I'll never get rid of that boat. So that's how it all came about. Yeah, that's nice. And you're running the full time charter out of Boynton. There, out of Boynton, right? at, at two Georges. Have a 27 conch also that we fish tournaments with and catch bait with and run some charters on also that I like a lot. It's a 05 Eddie and Duff with twin 200s. It's a nice boat. How's your shark scenario been doing lately? It's funny you brought that up. That's what we did yesterday. We caught a bunch of sharks. It was, uh, it's gotten no better. It's out of fully out of control. Um, so yesterday, and I know there's, you know, everybody says that, but till you can really see, like what we saw yesterday, um, my son asked me, he goes, Dad, can you take me fishing on the fourth? I said, I go, I, I go, I'm gonna have a charter. I said, but I'll tell you what, be at the dock at 12. And he had always talked about wanting to go shark fishing and stuff. So I, 
I called my buddy Chris. I, I said, hey, grab your kids and meet me at the dock. And Ann showed up and my mate's girlfriend came. So we just went shark fishing. We kept the carcasses. And the morning trip was good. We had, I don't know, caught four or five kings and uh, a few dolphin and uh, a bunch of bonitas. So we kept a bunch of carcasses and bonitas. And we, I stopped the boat in 115 feet of water and maybe a little bit a little bit south of Boynton Inlet. And there was immediately eight, eight or nine sharks, right? I mean... And it was doubles and triples, and I mean, they were eating everything you put in the water. But um, no, I mean, as far as our shark problem, but it was it was fun, and it's something that I'm definitely going to promote more on charters. Us as fishermen look at it as, oh, it's just another shark. Well, the sharks have gotten so bad now, you might as well do something with them. I don't right. want to be marked a shark by no means, but... Goodness Can't gracious! One guy from Kentucky. You might as well go fish for you, know, them. you might as well catch a couple of them. Yeah, put your yeah. people on them. They. I'm not going. I'm not going to run another charter at least without 180 down below in my boat. Yeah, you most know? people get a get a major kick out of yeah. it. That's the thing. It's like we're, so we're all not going to look at it the same way as someone from out of state is going to look at it. Exactly. We get so mad about them eating our fish, which especially for someone from the middle somebody, of the country. Unless somebody same does something, you know. Yeah. Right. You know, unless somebody does something seriously about it, I don't see anything getting any better. It's really a tough haul right now. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking a lot. But we got this group going with me and, and Pat Price and and Art was involved and with it too. Right? Making yeah. and Art yeah. and, and, and Ray's on there and Randy and, and a whole bunch of guys. But it's so tough because the laws are so up against us right now. Yeah, very very up. And against you can't us. fly. Flies getting involved. Nobody fly, wants to listen I, I, to us. Yeah. at all, right? Yeah. And and even Art now um, is. He was on the council and everything like that, and he was making too much sense. So they had to tell him, "Well, no, we're not going to listen to you anymore." And you know, and the whole thing is just really very tree hugger on yeah. the council of it, and it's just, they don't really want to listen to any fishermen about it, especially when it comes to a science perspective. They're like, "Oh yeah, we're we. What do you mean? I'm I'm not catching any sharks." It's like, "Yeah, well, you're way out yeah. too deep. You know, you're not even in where we're where we're all catching them." Yeah, that's why, because you're not even in the right area. Yeah. But here's my question, and we were talking about it yesterday. Why do they not get around divers? They don't go around divers. They're diving right next to us where we see seven, eight, ten, they're twelve. They're scared of it. They, yeah, it's, it must be I think the, bubble the bubbles, and the bubbles and they're smart. They're, they're not, not dumb. Fed I couldn't them. get something to eat exactly. yesterday. You I know? think they know the difference between a fishing boat and a diving boat. Correct. I agree with you. 150%. I think in general, you, you you go out there, like you said, you went out yesterday. You stop the boat, and you, you don't. A lot of days, you don't have to put a bait in the water. You don't have to chum. You don't have to do anything. You stop the boat and give it five minutes, sometimes less, yeah. and you look down, and there's four or five sharks. Yeah, yeah. you know, twenty to yeah. You're forty feet food underneath to your boat. And yeah. You don't have to just the just your boat existing there. Yeah, the definitely in Juno, it's like that. And then you think about, oh, see, I won't even do that anymore. We did it, that for so long and, and had so much fun going to the Bahamas. I won't like even, two out of 18, uh, though. I won't even waste my fuel unless I'm on a charter to go I haven't been tuna there. fishing in, in yeah. four years. And we did it every weekend. That's We every, lived every for weekend. it. And it's like, that's a, that's ruined. That yeah. party's yeah, over. The, the, it, the sharks destroyed the fishery. Yeah. At least the, the fun of it for you know what we experienced when it wasn't that much of an issue. It's no it's fun bad. anymore. I mean, do it. If you don't have a professional angler on the rod and you don't have a person that understands pressure and understands how to manipulate a fish to the boat, and that's what, kind of that's what it's now. become now in tournament fishing is who has the best anglers that can manipulate the fish and pull the right way and do the right things to get them past sharks. 
you don't stand a chance. I mean, a guy on a charter, a guy on my a guy's charter my boat tomorrow that isn't a good angler, just a regular guy, and he hooks a. It doesn't matter what it is, from a 30-pound blackfin to a 60-pound wahoo, he has probably less than a 20% chance of catching it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Just yeah. does. It's yeah. sad. I mean, yeah, it's, a, it's affecting a lot of the tournaments. And, you know, if you're trolling, yeah. it helps. If he's trolling, right. it's a different ball game. You know, it's a different if you're trolling and stuff, but or if you're offshore, deeper water, of course. But in the end, I, in the end, if you're at 100 to 200 feet and you're not a phenomenal angler and you're still getting lucky, even if I'm on the rod or Nick's one of the best anglers I've ever seen fish, he'd still. Oh, Nick, you like that? He's a very good angler, <laughs> and, but it's very nice. You up right there. That's I mean, good. one of the best. He's still, he's still, he's still he, he ain't a hundred chance. He ain't a hundred percent. It's gonna happen. He's still, it's still seventy percent. Oh a, yeah. You know, 70 percent, if they're around. Yeah. You know. And also, what's it do to, you know, fish stock? You yeah. know, you go bottom fishing one day and you get 20 muttons eaten by sharks instead of catching your five and yeah. going home, you know. Right. It's yeah. it it's going to take a toll down the road. I've always said, it's funny, it's a funny comment. I've already, I've always said it's going to take a senator or governor or somebody's family member, and I hope it never happens, to get eaten by a shark for them to do anything. I walked up to Big John, the guy you almost pulled off the sandbar one day. With who run? He's the captain of the yeah, yeah, yeah. seventy-two foot sea mist that the head boat out of my uh, our marina there by two Georges. I walked up to Big John the other day, and I'm like, "How are the sharks?" He's like, "Can't catch a mutton. Can't get a mutton. You can't catch. You can't catch anything. Can't get anything past him." Looks right at him. He goes, "It's going to take a governor's daughter to get eaten before anybody does damn thing about these sharks." And I've always said that line, and John just he had no idea, and he just said it right to me. The same thing. Yeah, no, it's true. There was a group text that went out the other day about a shark attack. It was a pretty bad bite in the leg. And then someone commented, is that a government official? No, too bad. There you go. Because it's true. That's yeah. the only way it's going to happen. Yeah. Did yeah. you see the one video of the people parasailing? Yeah, I just saw that this morning. Is that insane? I, is that true? Somebody that told us true. that yesterday. The shark the make jumped out. Yeah, like, jumped right out and bit the dude's leg off. It makes sense, though, dude, because they dip them. They're em. sitting there. They and they're dip them. They're playing I in the water with their feet, with and, the guy and all of a sudden this mako comes up. You and went it, parasailing? Boom. Yeah, I went parasailing. Oh, never. It was you went parasailing? Petrified. Yeah, I went parasailing. How was it? It was really cool. Where did you go? Key West? No, I went to the guy right next to me. We did oh. like a swap charter thing. I had all my nieces and nephews in town. So Recent. I took them parasailing, and I got to take him on a charter. And uh, he did the same What'd thing. What did you wear that day? Oh, nobody knows for sure. But <laughs> but um, we he would dip me in the water like you touch your feet. So you're a lure now. Oh, you're like a there you like go. one of those Squid Nation oh, flippy floppies. Yes. So, the so you dude do a little, ready little to get spray piled on. and <laughs> sea witch. <laughs> Nick, so the dude's sitting there. He's got his. He's just playing with his feet on the top of the water, like uh, like their hand, like yeah. that, like like he's a little. His feet are like a goggle eye, basically, just like right on the surface. <laughs> yeah, kite bait. Oh mako. no! Are they sure where, was it mako? Where, where was this? It looked, it looked mako-ish. Looked blue to me. Oh, it was uh, the Jordan. Low the Red Sea. Low it was in the Red Sea in, in the Jordan. Red sea. The Red Sea. Was that where that was? Yes. Yes. I did hear yes. somewhere. I might question like, the Mako thing then. I don't know. Really? I'm sure there are Makos are everywhere. I know, but yeah, I'm pretty Red sure. Sea? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, the guy was from Jordan Snip. that was reporting it, right? I saw the same thing. Yeah. Fences okay. out there. And I remember it because I was surprised by it. Yeah. yeah. No, I heard from multiple sources. Real. Like genuine. Cool. Yeah, because it seems like if they would have faked it, it would have looked <laughs> poor better, guy. You know. <laughs> cool. <laughs> hey, our friend's first, daughter got yeah. attacked yesterday at the Gingerbread Grounds. What? Or the day, be, day before. And they're like super it. duper awesome divers. Johnny Hubart, he lives here in Lighthouse Point. Everybody Attack, knows like him. Fishes with you know, OCD and Tim Maddox for years. And uh, 
No, I don't know. I didn't know it. He just told me we were at lunch today. He's the one that told me about it. But um, I guess I had to run to Ed Coulson's house and get her all wrapped up and stuff. And then they, they it couldn't have been that bad if she they ran the boat home. But it's they pretty, said they said she's gonna have to have surgeries. Bad. I'm surprised. They, maybe it was quicker for them to run home than it was oh, yeah, to sure. fly home. Probably. But um, no. She thank God she's gonna be okay. Yeah, yeah. That's. He's got twin girls, and uh, they love diving. They love free diving, and and. He, I don't know. The uh, next picture after the shark dude, was a scary. giant hogfish. So. <laughs> really? Oh yeah. So I think she a, got she it. She just got, got it. Kind of got like sideswiped, or like no. he heard the story. I I, I didn't know I this until lunch. I can't speculate. I saw All some right, pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we're not asking for you. Yeah, we're not asking. Yeah. It's pretty. All we know right. is she got she got bit for sure. Wow. Yeah, have you thought of any questions for? Oh, for Nick. Yeah. Nick, what's the um? We'll talk about timing. And timing is so crucial when you're fishing oh, tournaments on um, making it back it's on time. And and uh, you have to strategize, okay, if I, if I catch this fish right now and I have to be here and I can run this fast in this sea, how much time is that going to leave me for checking? Um uh -oh. Can you tell us about anything like that? And and I mean, it actually relates to us because we got we got very fortunate. We did well catching the pick three um, this year. He had a situation in a pick three, running Jamie Ra or, uh, John Duvall's boat, and they had it won. What was it, about five years prior? And they showed up a couple minutes late for a hundred thousand dollars. Come on, Tubbs called it said, Nick, we're going to catch a cobia on the way home off a of leatherback. They see a cobia. They hook a doubleheader cobia off a of leatherback. Nick's the captain at Nick this doesn't point. look happy right now about this. Story. <laughs> oh, it's devastating. It'll always Tell be us. too soon. He doesn't look very Tell happy. Us what, a great, what a great day of fishing, though. And a, 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 it was a great story. Hey, you live and learn, man. He'll never let that it happen again. I promise you that. He'll never let that happen again. He's not going to have $100,000 either. I know. That sucks. That's the bad part. And, and, this, the, and the sign, Jamie Bunn holding the sign, you're, you're late. late. Yeah. Oh, oh, no. Yeah, when you come in after a, at 431 there, there's a sign we were talking about you're lunch. late. Rules we were, of rules, We were man. talking about That's it at lunch. It. He's like, oh, he goes, well, what are you going to talk about? I, go, I think he's going to talk about us tournament fishing and that pick three thing we won. He's like, well, I can talk about how I showed up three minutes late and lost the pick three. Oh, man. Oh, What's the chances running home to catch a leatherback on? I mean, find a yeah. leatherback with a cobia. But we on were we, we fished that day. For well, if you would have stopped pick. and gotten the the cobia, you wouldn't have gotten the. No, but he already had one cobia in the boat, and he had somebody else. It was the cobia that made it, the cobia that we lost or that we fought for a little too long was the fish that would have made the difference. But so we needed that fish. So you, you needed the fish. You could, you could, you you needed that no, one. Well, then you, you can't, could, you can't you, blame it that bad. But, off but if the you wall fight something without that fish, you, fight you don't win it anyway. If you for 20 minutes versus five minutes, exactly. what's the it difference? Would... You know, it, at, right. at, it's in, a big in, fish. In five minutes, either we're going to break them off or we're going to put breaking point pressure on them. Right. And we're going to catch them or not because it doesn't even matter at this point because we're not going to be able to win anything. So you could have taken the opportunity to do that. You know what I mean? Like, all right, lock it down. That's it. See what happens. Just right. Yeah, it no could have been done. Put the heat on them. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, put the heat on them, and that's yeah. the end of it. And you catch them, you catch them, you win, you win. If you don't, you don't. And you know what I mean? Now everything went for nothing. But I didn't quite make the same speed I thought I was going to make on the way back as well. Well, there you go. Mm. There you but go. you got those things you got to account for. Like you said, you live and you learn. You live and you learn. You live and you learn. 
I've had, I've, had, I've had bad stuff like that happen, and it's not. It's like horrible. what else? Yeah. Uh, no, I don't want to. <laughs> no, tell me. It's why we're <laughs> no, here, no, brother. No, no, I don't know. No, because it's it's a, listen, listen no, you guys are seasoned anglers, right? You guys are seasoned anglers. Hey, right? you spend enough time Part out of there? being a seasoned. That's what I mean. You sp- it's going to happen. It's going to happen, I was trying to make him feel good. I actually haven't shown up late yet. I was trying to make him feel good. Your losses are your greatest teachers, right? Exactly. Amen to that. We talked. I had George... Um, Poveromo and, and Harry Vernon in here oh, uh, did you? a few weeks ago. They're actually going to be coming in, in in two more weeks to do a part two of that one. That was a really good one. Um, but we asked the question, and I asked this to Chris too, right? And I'm going to ask you guys this too. I'm actually going to start asking people this because I think it's a really, really good question. And it speaks to the point of seasoned anglers and that you become a seasoned angler because of your mistakes and learning from those mistakes, right? That That's the greatest teacher, right? So... Everyone's got their one they got away. Everyone has it. What's your oh. one that got away? Mm. Nick, you want to go first? Yeah, you go first. If then. you know it, then tell me, because I know what mine is. But the one that got away, I, I would have like, what's to. What's that s- one fish that you're like, man? I wish I had that fucking thing. Back. I, 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 I might be wrong on it, but I would have to say, for me, the one that got away would be a, uh, a, a, a big sword. We lost a, mm. a giant sword. You can't. It's hard to put a number on it. It could have been five hundred. It could have been a thousand. Who knows? But it was a it was a giant fish. You knew it was big. It was in the early days of of daytime and kind of when when we all first started doing it. And uh, I think we uh, we actually had the fish on. uh, I think it was like one of those Daiwa electric reels or something. We just we had this one. I know the story. It was with Tubbs. He darted him. We. A fish came up and I, I slung darted, the dart at him. a dart in him. We harpooned it. We had one dart and 500 foot of rope or something. And I hit him and the thing comes jumping out of the water, throws the hook, and the harpoon's right through the side of the fish. And the fish was massive. And uh, he dumped all the dart rope and... He attached uh, it back to the reel. We tied it back to the reel. You know. And we, again, like you said, you, you learn from mm-hmm. all these mistakes, but... We have tied it to the reel, and we fought the fish on the harpoon for five, six hours, and uh, we burn up the reel. We're trying to hand crank this Long thing time. up sideways in the current, and uh, I think it, it just a few feet from the uh, from the wind on to where we could start hand lining and getting back on the harpoon rope. The uh, the braid parted, <laughs> and everything was gone. That sucks. See you later. Good night. That sucks. Yeah. Five, six hours. Yeah, Ooh, that, yeah I think it was, it was 11, 12 o'clock at night when yeah. all this happened. So it had to be a massive oh, fish, right? It was, big, it was yeah. a giant yeah. fish. That's a By far the biggest man. one I've I've seen still to this yeah. day. Heartbreaker. Yeah. What do you got? Chip. <sighs> Lay it on us, brother. I don't know. I mean, You don't lose one, many. The one that got away, it's hard. I mean, there's so many. I mean, <laughs> I mean it could have happened when you were a kid. Oh, I know. You're well, you probably caught so many fish now you've made up for it by now. But what was it at the time? You know, I got to tell you, you don't really, I feel like I have a heartbreaker every time. But you you don't seem to have those heartbreakers. I pray it a usually, lot. That's usually why. works out you good pray for a lot. you. Yeah, you're a faithful man? Faithful man. Um, I know, one, I know one that got away that isn't one that got away, but one that it, it's a got away scenario is, is losing $365,000 three years ago. And we had the bites to win it. That was terrifying. That was horrifying. When Miss Andy ended up winning it the next series, 
Jamie Bunn. They had that that built release round, a uh, release roundup. Yeah. Oof. And uh, all I knew is that we qualified for day two. I didn't want to look at the numbers because they give you the numbers. You know, they like you got to catch two in these four hours and mm-hmm. six in these four hours and three in these, and then they take the numbers out of the bucket. And there's only so many in that left. So I didn't want to even look at it. Like I never even paid attention to it. And it was probably a stupid part on my part. I was like, I was trying, I was trying to do a different strategy. There was so much money in the line. Yeah. I'm like, if it happens, it happens. So, on day You didn't two, want to focus on it. Yeah, I want to right. focus on winning the tournament. Right. And uh, when it was all said and done, I knew day two, we were, there was only like six or eight boats. I think Art was in it and Double Diamond and there was a few other boats. And there was four or five boats in it that were left. When it was all said and done, I think, I don't even remember what the number was. Say it was three on the last four hours, or four, I think it was, on the last four hours. And I think we were like two for five. Oh, Subside okay. one, missed one, eight, eight swimming in the weeds. Eddie jumped one off. Matt Fangler burned one off. And uh, So it's more than one that got away. I'm running in. I get, I, yeah, it was like, and I come in, and Jamie Bunn's blowing my phone up. I'm like, what's up, Bun? And he's like, tell me you didn't miss any, or, or two fish on the last on the last four hours, I'm like, why? He's like, because you would have won a lot of money. I'm like, oh my god! Don't wow, and you got Eddie. I remember waking up that Eddie next Fangler morning, and pacing Tubbs. around my pool, wanting to jump in and not come back up to the bottom. That's the one that got away. It was so ziz. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. But another work. big sword too. My, I had, I had my my long guy actually on the boat, and my back when I was in the car business and part, I was part-time in the car business just starting to fish for a living full-time and uh i brought my long guy and some car guys from my dad's dealership and uh, we hooked a giant sword and uh after i if and it was so earlier on it was like in 2000 or 99 we didn't have harpoons we just had flying gaffs we weren't using harpoons we weren't smart enough to use them back then or whatever <laughs> and uh I, t- I grazed his back with a with a flying gaff and we caught one the thursday before it was about 420 me and R.J. Vogel, and uh, I had Doug Root, my long guy, and he came, and you know, the big ones will show themselves. They'll always give you, not always, but a big sword usually will give you an opportunity, not always, but will give you an opportunity to, to dart him earlier on. And um, he, he gave me an opportunity, and I was reaching out, laying on my stomach on the my bow of my dusky, and I just almost could get it below him, the flyer. And the gaff touched his back, and he made a run, we fought him for like five more hours, and Doug packed the spool up on one side. We broke him off on oh, a spool. God. <laughs> oh God! But yeah, that was a, that was another bad one that got away. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, the one that got away. That's always a good one. One yeah. that got away. That well, that's the that's the greatest teacher. The funny thing is, is like I never even thought to ask that kind of deck. We were like, what? This is episode eighty-eight. It's a great right? question. And I never for thought anybody. to ask any of that yeah. like yeah. like that. And I asked that to George, the one that got away, because he got me thinking about. He got me thinking about my. I had a big ass mahi. It was the biggest mahi I've <sighs> ever seen in my entire life. I think I we've mean, all lost it. I mean, I'm listen. I'm <sighs> I'm, 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 I'm talking. It's I another mean, one. It looked like sailfish length on the side of the boat. Like it was one of those long ones. It was big big ass head to it. it like and it was just you know psh, right at yeah. the boat. You know what I mean? To the point where it's like tried to crank up the engines, didn't get there in time to even mm-hmm. just gaff them, free gaff them. It yeah. was tough. It was tough. But anyway, um, another question that I'm going to start asking everybody is the name of the show is Connected by Water, right? And the name of our business is Connected by Water. And we really feel strongly about that name because we really feel that uh, we're all connected by water, right? And it's that one common bond that no matter where you are, 
no matter what you're doing, we're all connected by water. That's what we always say. There is this kind of invisible energy that happens on the water between people um, to when you pass another boat, you wave to them. Mm-hmm. You don't do that on the road. <laughs> you're what, right. What is it? What is that? You're right. You know That's a good point. Never even thought you know, about why, that. Why? You know, is it a vortex situation? Um, there's just something about the water. You feel better on, yeah. on the water. And there's I mean? just something about just being anglers too. You know, you could talk to an angler from Alaska. Yep. You could talk to some Japanese dude that's yeah. catching, flinging, you know, tunas over his head, and, and you get it. Yep. You know what I mean? Um, and, you know, to us, really, you know, connected by water is that one thing that kind of breaks down all the walls and, 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 and everything like that. But I've always wanted to get people's opinion, too, when you hear the word or the term connected by water. What does that mean to you? I know it's a kind of a stumpy question because you got to think about it a little bit. You know what I mean? Sure, but, I didn't know it's going into a question. But yeah, well, uh, yeah, I tend to I tend to uh, come up with things on the fly now. So like like if you're to say, yeah, we're connected by water. You know what I mean? It's like how, how does that make you feel? I I'm mean, put I'll, you yeah, I'll, I'll, obviously I'll something clicked already for you. Go with it. Yeah, it's connected by water. It's what we do. It's it's our common bond. It's what we. You know, people like him and I, and you know, it's, it's what we live for. It's what we eat, breathe, talk about, think about. You know, twenty four seven, and it's all it's that out there, that ocean, right? And the fishing, and the you know everything that goes into it, and you know, there's the, a culture the, the behind boating, it too. The fishing, yeah. the 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 prep work, the camaraderie. It's but it's all it's all that. It's mm-hmm. all because of that ocean, and the water, and that's what's created such, uh, you know great friendships and great bonds between, you know, people like Kim and I and, you know, all of our, our giant group of people, yeah. you know. Yeah, and that's well said. I mean, that's it, well it said. Just bound, I mean, we are, we're all, we're all it, connected. Well we're said. all, we're all friends. We're all buddies. I would say connected by water is a little, it, it's to me, it, it, if you look at it and a whole scheme of things, people, it's, it, it takes, it kind of takes one person at a time, right? So, I surfed for a long time, and I gave up surfing for fishing, and I hear it all the time. Oh, I gave up golfing for Jamie, Jamie, or, um, Jamie Cannon from Interstate Batteries. Oh, I gave up golf for fishing. Um, and then you get obsessed with fishing, and then you get, dependent upon how far you want to take it, but pretty much it, 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 if, you have, if you get to the point where you buy a boat, you are you are you you're you're on you're addicted either online or you're fishing or you're worried about what everybody's catching. Yeah, and you're then, on. You're on, and uh, and uh, <laughs> no, but from there, then it's like you, it's like a like a network that you just build because all you want to do is talk to somebody that's involved, that's connected by water, or somehow you get connected by you get connected to the next guy that has something to do with the ocean and the fishing, and whether it's from you know, and then you you know you like I got fortunate enough to, to travel and. And it's all the same, whether you're fishing in Nantucket or you're fishing in down the World Sailfish Championship in Key West, and it's uh, it's 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 almost like a cult. But like you said, you you know, you talk to somebody from here, or somebody from there, Alaska, Japan, wherever, yeah. and I, I, you know, I just went to Costa Rica and met you know met some new people from from over there, and it was just like it was like we knew each other for forever, like yeah. we were best buds, right? You know, and we just met you know yeah. the day before. We always say we, it's we, wild. We haven't said this in a while on the show. We used to say this a lot that there's something to be said for when you go fishing with someone that you kind of create this tribal bond. Yeah. Right. That where you could see that dude that you only fished with for one day, like the thing with you and George Gods. Mm-hmm. Oh, I yeah. only fished with the dude one time. But <laughs> I fucking 
love that guy. Yeah. I'm always going to let you know, yep. it'll be you guys yep. like connect, right? Yep. And we tried to define it for the longest, like to try to figure out what that was, that one thing, because you could fish with someone one time, see them four years later, and be like, hey, what's up? Remember yeah. when we caught that? Yeah. 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 Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Right? 100%. What is that? You know, and we kind of came to the conclusion that there's like a tribal aspect to it. Like from when we're like way back when, like hunting, and you know that's what makes us men and humans, and you know even women, right? Yeah. Is men when I say man, like humankind, like, and um, th- there is I think some aspect to that because the core aspect of this show is mostly Pompano and like South Florida, Broward, Palm Beach, yeah. Miami, right? But we we want to bring in people from all over the world, but we do focus on our local community because we always have this theory of you got to grow where you're planted. Right, and then just like don't go moving somewhere else just because you think that's going to make the difference in your life. Like yeah. make the difference in your life where you are. Yeah, and that's what's going to make your community better. Right, so that's why we planted the studio out in Pompano. We wanted to just flourish from here because this is where we're from. Yeah, you know, and we wanted to bring in all our people that are from here because to me, like people want to look at like places like Hollywood and oh, those are the famous people. I'm like, why? Yeah, you know what I mean. These are the people that are famous to me. Yeah, you know, this this is the people that I want to talk to. These people are meaningful in my life. Yeah. Right? So grow where you're planted. Yep. There's not a better area or a better group of fishermen, in my opinion, to, you know, yeah. to talk to and do things like this with. I mean. Right. Yeah. No, because you live, breathe, so and many, eat it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, it's no, such a part of the culture around here, and there's so many great ones. Because right, oh, yeah. if you're not bait fishing, you're, you're offshore, you're chartering, or you're getting ready for a tournament, or it's always something. Always. Right? Always. Or you're, 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 you're podcasting. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Talking about it because yeah. we can't stop not talk about it all the time. Yeah, you know. What I mean? So I know. I mean, we we sit there and drink beers at night and just talking, They're telling always talking fishing about stories, fishing. and it's sometimes it's, all, it's just you know, it's endless. It just keeps going and going and going. Like, until, go, like we're going to Matt White's party last night. If you went to a party and like there was no fisherman there, you'd be like, "What are we even doing?" Yeah, here? what do you do? <laughs> like, what are we? What are we going to talk about? Yeah, this, <laughs> is, this is a total funny. shit show. You'd be like, Ange, can you make me another yeah. drink?" Like, Ange, we're off. Ange, we're <laughs> off. <laughs> no, it's true, though. Yeah, I know. It's I true. Know. You know? know? But, I mean, hey, listen, we try to, like, to me, that's the ever-growing search of this show and that term, right? It's just, like, I'm still searching for the perfect answer for Connected by Water. Like, I don't have it yet. You know what I mean? I think that we do. We try to define it. We try to put it in our story on our website. I don't think there is exact answer. Yeah. But I think that's the beauty in it. You're right? never going to find the exact yeah. answer. Yeah. Yeah, but you ask, you know, to ask the people every time, what's your take? Well, what is yeah. it to you? Yeah. It's a personal. Yeah. That's know? it. There ain't a one-word answer. It no. can't be. That's even like when we were, when we started the show, right? That's a cool question, though. My, my wife was like, oh, what are you going to name the show? I'm like, oh. I was going to name it like The Live Well. Or something like that. Oh right? shit! Which would have been right. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know. But there's already another one live. Well, thank God that that put that like off. I'm like, what? You know what though? It's the bait t- box. It's too. It's too <laughs> like too like fishing. You know, I didn't want it to be. Like, yeah. I, I, it's not really a fishing show. You know what I mean? It's like everyone I bring on is a fisherman, basically, for the most part. There's other people that come on. It opens the door for other things too. But I want to get like beneath the surface of the people behind it all. So. Yeah. I don't know. That's my rant about it. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool, though. You got a question for Nick? Oh, you already had one? I got I get, I mean, I hit him pretty hard with that You're one. Pretty but, hard? Um, so, that's right. pretty deep. I, uh, I think that's about it, Nick. I mean, and, 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 
I don't know. Get out of this one pretty easy. Yeah, you gotta ask. Yeah. I'm not. Right. I'm not. Because I'm thinking of a couple. He could probably ask me questions. Right. I have for six. Huh? <laughs> I'm petrified. Oh, I know. Oh, That's yeah. coming. Yeah. I can't Because I'm not good right out of the gate. You can't call him and be like, dude, can we take two? Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Well, I, I think for something that's telling me deep in my heart, this isn't going to be the last that we're going to see both of you guys on the I show. I hope not. So, we had a good time. Um, yeah, you're going to come in again. Absolutely. Right? If, you, right, we're, if we're invited, we'll, we'll come back. Absolutely. You 100%. might have to review this and make sure, though. Absolutely. Well, what, one thing we like doing. <laughs> Right, so what, what we like doing a lot of times. We this like isn't break. live, live, live right now, right? Oh, everyone heard everything already. No, I'm just kidding. Oh. It's pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded. It's pre-recorded. <laughs> no, it's not live. All right. We can go live. No, no, no. God don't hit the you. live button. Is that, is that the red button, the live button right there? Here it. Yeah. Don't hit the, the damn red that's button. That's the record button. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will yeah. never push that, the red I, button. I, I <laughs> don't, don't it's like you learned that at like like birth. Button. So, all right, cool. Don't push the red button. So, all right, let's 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 finish drinking these at the bar, all right? And then, so I uh, thank you, gentlemen, no problem. for coming I had a, in today. Had a blast right, did with you guys have a good time? Awesome. Right. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So, all right. Um, and the pop is blonde. I love it. Yeah, you yeah. had the blonde today. I had the brunette. You, you had okay. the blonde and the brunette. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I have already got a blonde over you there. You already got a blonde. That's right. That's <laughs> right. Screw that! I got good. a brunette. And I want to thank you for doing a wonderful job as bartender today. Thank yeah. you, Ange. And I Thanks, do mean Ange. that, right? Keeping Didn't them on. We're on. Yeah. We're on. Oh, you are off. We're on. Keeping are we on? them on. Oh, God. Oh, I'm off. This is way off. <laughs> All um, right. If you guys are up in the Boynton Beach area and you're looking to charter a boat, right? Call Chip. We'd love to take you fishing. Chip's Ahoy. He's got a beautiful boat that does have a bathroom. Yep. Chip's Ahoy Charter. Don't worry about that. Right? There's a bathroom Check us on board. Out. I know yep. it's important for a lot of. A lot of the women. If you especially. eat Peking duck, you better have a restroom <laughs> close to you. <laughs> sure Good would point. be better. Sure would be better <laughs> if you had a bathroom. Sure would like to catch them. <laughs> oh All right. Goodness gracious. Cool. All right. Um, if you're in the market for a new trucker vehicle, right? No offense to our fellow friends over at Sheehan, but Joey Cardi is a headline sponsor of the show. <laughs> send. I'm not in the car business anymore. Go, Joey, go. <laughs> Call our buddy Dean at Joey Cardi Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Get yourself hooked up. Um, I have a Dodge Ram Rebel, and I absolutely love it. It is a beautiful, beautiful truck. Um, and my business partner just got a brand new TRX, which that thing is absolutely freaking insane. Beast. That's awesome. 702 horsepower worth of. Ryan Davis from Real Synergies. Just, I don't even know what truck it is. It's the nicest it's a Ram that no, it's a Ram. It's a, well, yeah. Dodge, Dodge, Ram. Dodge Ram. Okay, but it's the it's the the gooch gooch of all. There's only like two of them. I don't know. They're only made three or four. The TRX. It's got a TRX, TRX maybe. Yeah, the, yeah, the, well, they bad. only made three thousand of them. Yeah, yeah. it's it ridiculous. But then there's yes. like seven hundred of those three thousand. I said, what are you that buying like a Ram for? And then he wow. gets the thing, and I have about shit tulips. I'm like, this <laughs> thing is amazing. Yeah, I really like it. What they've been doing with the Ram trucks has been off. Yeah, they've come a long way. They've been off the charts. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, so call my buddy Dean uh, if you're in the market. Um, I'm not going to say for sure, but I think if you went into there and you said, hey, connected by water sent me, you might get a better deal than most people will. So hit him up. Um, also, if you're thirsty and you're hanging out and you're having a good time and you're not at work, you're not at work or you're not driving around town, wrestle up with yourself with a bottle of Pops Pilar Rum. Oh, we yeah. enjoyed it this afternoon, and uh, you will too. Um and the, he's already getting filled up again. We're closing out the show, and he's filling it up. There we go. This he's is, on. That's the way I'll to be do it. I'll be on. All right. Um, yeah, so they remind you never to be a spectator. Uh, we're happy to be part of their family, um, and they also are keeping the Hemingway tradition alive. 
right? If you're hungry, go over to Papa's Raw Bar, order something off the Connected by Water Sushi menu. Um, they got a lot of fun things on there. Um, go over to Papa Migos over there in the uh, Bailey Arts District. Check out the Takizi Sushi Taco. I want to give a quick shout out to our friends and family over at Maui Gym and Olakai. We're very proud to be part of those Ohanas. Um, and I also want to say if you uh, are in the market for some boating apparel, um, head on over to shop.cvboats.com mm. um, th- where you can enjoy the d collection um, that we personally designed um, and and created. So, um, And also, last and certainly not least, if you are heading offshore and you realize that you do not have any perp on board, do yourself a big favor, turn around, go back in the inlet, call ACR, put one on your boat, and then head right back out, right? Because you never know when you're going to need that one. Accidents happen. That's why they're called accidents, okay? That's it. That's right. Um, all right, we good? We're good. All right, your ego. It's not your amigo. I want to thank Chip. I want to thank Nick thank for coming you. in. Thank and you, Dennis. Us Thanks today, for right? having us. Right? And remember um, that, um, you know, Always do your best, and at the end, after all that, just let God do the rest. That's it. And remember that no matter where we are, no matter what we're doing, we are all connected connected by water. fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment. Brave anglers search for the one they call king, but who will take his throne? Tune in to Waypoint TV's Battle for Silver, Saturday, May 18th from 12 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Presented by Abyss Battery, Waypoint TV.